anyone else in that bed with me. I sat down on the chair, stared at the translucent curtains, and began to think. Just then, the sound of steps and voices penetrated the room from the corridor. Two people, a man and a woman, were having a conversation, and I could understand their every word. It was about a boy named Petter, who had run away from home, and his Aunt Clara, who was a fool and spoiled the boy. Then a key turned in a lock, a door opened, and the voices went on talking in the next room. I heard the woman sighing. Yes, even sighs were audible, and the man resolving to have a few words with Clara. I stood up, my decision firm. I washed my hands in the sink, dried them on the towel, and left the hotel, though I had no clear idea of where to go. All I knew was that if I didn't wish to jeopardize the success of my journey, my long, arduous journey, with this unsuitable hotel room, I would have no choice, much as I disliked it, but to ask a discreet favor of some local acquaintance. I ran through all the old faces from my youth, rejecting each in turn, if only because the confidential nature of the service to be rendered would require me laboriously to bridge the gap, account for my long years of absence, something I had no desire to do. But then I remembered a man here whom I'd helped to find a job who would be only too glad, if I knew him at all, to repay one good turn with another. He was a strange character, at once scrupulously moral and oddly unsettled and unstable whose wife, as far as I could tell, had divorced him years before for living anywhere and everywhere but with her and their son. I was a little nervous. If he had remarried, it would complicate my request. I walked as fast as I could in the direction of the hospital. The local hospital is a complex of buildings and pavilions scattered over a large landscaped area. I went into the booth at the gate, and asked the guard to connect me with virology. He shoved the telephone over to the edge of his desk and said, O2. I dialed O2, only to learn that Mr. Kostka had just left and was on his way out. I sat down on a bench near the gate so as not to miss him, and watched men wandering here and there in blue and white striped hospital gowns. Then I saw him. He was walking along deep in thought tall, thin, likably unattractive. Yes, it was clearly he. I stood up and headed straight towards him, as if meaning to bump into him. First he gave me an irritated look, but then he recognized me and opened his arms. I had the feeling he was pleasantly surprised, and the spontaneity of his welcome delighted me. I explained that I'd arrived less than an hour before and was here on some unimportant business that would last two or three days. He immediately told me how surprised and gratified he was that my first thought had been to see him. Suddenly I felt bad that I had not come to him disinterestedly, for himself alone, and that my question—I asked him lightly if he had remarried—only appeared to be sincere, though it was actually based on a low calculation. He told me, to my relief, that he was still on his own. I said we had a lot to talk about. He agreed and regretted that he had only a little over an hour before he was due back at the hospital, 
and in the evening he was leaving town. You mean you don't live here? I asked in dismay. He assured me that he did, that he had a one-room flat in a new building, but that it's no good living alone. It turned out that Kostka had a fiancé in another town fifteen miles away, a schoolteacher with a two-room flat of her own. So you'll be moving in with her eventually? I asked. He said he was unlikely to find as interesting a job there as the one I had helped him to find, and his fiancée would have trouble finding a job here. I began, quite sincerely, to curse the ineptitude of a bureaucracy unable to arrange for a man and a woman to live together. Calm down, Ludwig, he said with a gentle indulgence. It's not as bad as all that. Traveling back and forth does cost time and money, but my solitude remains intact and I am free.